Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Today we want to discuss an important question that one of our listeners gave us. What do you do when your child says schoolwork is pointless? Here to help me with the discussion on this question is my friend and co-worker, Laura Pitney. Laura, good to have you with us again. Thank you for having me. Here's the question. It's rather long. There's lots of pieces to it, so give it your full attention. Okay, <laughs> All right, here we go. My son thinks everything is pointless. Math is pointless. Writing is pointless. He can read, but would rather be read too while he does something else. He's very active and doesn't like to sit still or be quiet. He gets angry quickly. He would prefer to be on electronics all day. I don't mind him using them for some things. I am planning to use documentaries and learning videos from various sources, but he just wants to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And if I suggest any other way, he thinks I don't care about him. That's a tough one. There's a lot of layers to that question. Yes. So one thing that we haven't found out is the age of the child. And that could have a big impact on how we would give counsel, I think. Um, especially if the child is young, you know, if, if he's not yet 10 years old or not yet fluent in reading for himself, then you reading to him is what you should be doing. Correct, correct. And he doesn't have to sit still while you read to him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Some kids process better when they're moving. As long as they're not distracting the other kids, if there are other kids, and they're not distracting themselves, let them move. Right. So if he is old enough that he is reading fluently on his own, then that would be an issue we could, we could discuss also. But the age has so much to do with it because you want to, now I, I don't have boys, but my friends who have boys yes. tell me that it's especially important with boys to paint the picture of why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, I think that gives them motivation and understanding that lends in your favor when you ask them to do something or tell them to do something. So I agree with that. So if he is old enough, how old would you would you say, or mature enough, age might not have any big emphasis on this? I think you hit on the key point, the maturity of the child. Um, we have a young boy in our co-op who's seven, and he is so quick with all the things and the discussions I can have with him are so deep. And then you have another seven-year-old boy or an 11-year-old boy like my son <laughs> who you just have to approach differently. So the age thing is hard. Um, in this question, first of all, because we don't know the age, but then there's so many variables in this type of situation. So for the mom to understand that maturity level that their child is at in this situation of this kind of attitude of everything is pointless, um, you know, that's up to the mom, not necessarily a strict rule, um, which we know. Yes. So. Yeah. The mom knows the child yeah. best. Yeah. Absolutely. So when we are thinking about this question, there's really a couple of areas that we could unpack. One is life skills that the child is learning, and the other is the heart issue that needs to be dealt with. So where shall we start? Let's do life skills. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll start with life skills. And painting that picture for the student of the skills you're learning here 
do have a purpose. It might not be even the exact application that we're using them in. For example, the child might not see any purpose to um, looking at pictures, you know, picture study. But you can learn a lot of things in that, from that um, method that will help you in your areas of interest. Right. Does that make sense? It does. My son's really into um, cars right now, makes and models of cars. So I've thought about him a few times with the habits he's learned in art study of that focus attention, noticing the details. So when we're out and about, I mean, his thing is find all the GTs that he can find <laughs> anywhere when we're in the car. I mean, he can spot them just because it's what he's looking for. And then he notices the different rims. He notices even the shades of the cut. I mean, he is all about it. So I see that skill that he's learned in our picture study habit transfer over to his detail of noticing um, details about cars, which has then translated into him wanting to draw them or make models out of them. So that would be a life skill, even though he may not understand the point of art study, even though we've talked about it, he has used that skill he's learned in something he's interested in. That makes all kinds of yeah. sense. Yeah. Whether he realizes it or not, it's it's a good thing. Well, and and if he's if the child is bringing up this whole pointless thing, then right. maybe you should show yeah. him that okay, what you learned here, do you see how you're using it here? Yeah. And it's the same thing with um, with history. You're learning about other people and the decisions they made, and the consequences that came of that, because you're going to have to make decisions too. Yeah. And so it's a whole, less, a whole lot less painful to learn about the consequences through reading history than through experiencing it for yourself. Yeah. So there are reasons for all of this. One thing that came to my mind also is it helps for the parent to have a purpose or a goal in mind. And I did one for every school subject when I first started homeschooling, um, I had a speaker at a convention challenge us to do this, to go through every school subject and come up with what is the biblical goal for this school subject. So um, for language arts, why do we have to learn, you know, punctuation, Amen. capitalization? Why do we have to? <laughs> because the, the, <laughs> biblical, the biblical goal I had for my kids was I want them to be able to accurately and effectively communicate the gospel. It's a good goal. And, and that's your biblical goal. And if punctuation gets in the way of that clearly, accurately explaining the gospel, because if things are punctuated incorrectly, it can completely change the whole meaning of the sentence. So the goal is that they can accurately and effectively communicate the gospel. So you don't want misspellings. You don't want bad punctuation. You want to present something that is appealing to others because it all goes back to who you represent, right. the Lord. Uh, so if you go through every school subject and come up as a parent, come up with a goal that this is why we're doing this. And it all funnels into here. It gave you an anchor to know um, 
what line to cross or not to cross with yes. the pressure. Yes. Yeah. Where to push, we've got to do this, and where to say, you know, you're doing your best, and I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Those types of things. And when I say push, you know yeah. what I mean. I don't yeah. mean push yeah. this kid to do what he right. can't do. Right. I mean teach them to do what they know they should do, even if they don't feel like right. it. And that then mm -hmm starts talking about heart issues and the will, which was part of this question. Yeah, it was. It was a huge part. This child wants to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Yeah. There's your weak will yeah. right there. Yeah. And, and I'm not uh, bad-mouthing this child because we're all like that. Correct. I was just going to say, I know that's my <laughs> attitude a lot of times. I just want to go to bed. Or... Yeah. Yeah, we want to do what we want to do when yeah. we want to do it. But part of our job as a parent is to help our children grow strong enough to do what they know they should, even if they don't feel like it, to do the hard things, right. to make those hard choices. Right. And it's hard when we cross that line to try to help our children with their hearts because we're sinful, they're sinful, and to see how they're manipulating the situation or to see yes. how they're um, kind of laying some guilt. I mean, I know that kind of falls under manipulation as well, but... Like um, in the question. When, correct, When, correct. you know, you don't care about me if you don't let me do what I want to do. Right. When the exact opposite right. is the case. Right. So to, to know um, the right responses to have that's going to feed... Mm. The right mindset. So to know scripture that talks about um, honoring your mother and father and um, to do all things to the glory of God, whether you feel like it or whether you think I don't care about you, I'm doing this because I do care about you because I'm responsible to the Lord for how I parent you and teach you. So just feeding them those positive words as to my motivation is not to make your life miserable. I mean, maybe some of the times, but, you know, <laughs> like our goal is to love and support them and to, to help them succeed. And so I find myself having to say that to my children because mm -hmm. I do feel like they cling to the things they don't like. So um, especially with my older kids, you know, I find myself at least once a day saying, you know, I'm really not out to get you. This is my decision because I love you or I think this is best and you just need to trust me. I'm not the bad guy here. I'm here because I love you and want to see you succeed. And, you know, I have to tell them that because it's so easy to get bogged down with all the things I'm saying no to or the things they don't like and I'm making them do, so to speak, you know, all those things. So even to put it into words and to, to say it and encourage them to help break that mindset of, you know, it's all pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think another part of that is finding out what that child is interested in and kindling that yeah. flame as much as you can. I'm not saying instead of the schoolwork. Correct. <laughs> But like you said, your son's interested in cars. Well, you can take the skills you're learning in schoolwork mm -hmm. and apply them to that situation. And you can encourage him in yeah. that endeavor, yeah. in that interest. Great. One thing that raised a little flag when we were reading this question is she said he would like to spend all day on electronics. I mean, wouldn't we all? Like, give me some Hallmark movies for the day or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're right, yeah. right. It's definitely in us to want that. It is. 
It is, because it's the easy way. Yeah. And that's yeah. what a weak will is. Yeah. Just take the easy way out. Do what I feel like doing yeah. instead of what I know I should. So one, I just it, it really yeah. raised a flag because I just started reading a book that is fascinating. I haven't finished it yet, but so far it's been so good. Uh, it's by Gary Small, uh, not Gary Smalley, Gary Chapman, mm -hmm. who wrote The Five Love Languages, okay. all right? And it's called Screen Kids. Fascinating book. It has all the latest scientific studies and documentation of what video games and social media does to our kids' brains. And not just their brains, but um, how it can sabotage relationships with the parent and sabotage developing this ability to do hard things in real life, to live real life. Yeah. And how addictive it can be, especially to little boys. That was fascinating. So I highly recommend that book, uh, Screen Kids. We'll leave a link for everybody. Um, it's, I think it would be good motivation for, like you said, that anchor for us, because it's hard to be the bad guy mm -hmm. all the time as a parent, you know? It is. Like you said, I'm, I'm making this choice because I love you. But sometimes we start to want to take the easy yeah. way out ourselves, don't we? Yes. It's like, forget it. I'm just tired of fighting the fight. Yeah. I just want to give up and take the easy way out ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we can't do that mm -hmm. if we truly love our children. Right. I think it's real important to... to acknowledge the baby steps that are happening because even though... Our, we may have this mindset of everything is pointless, or our, ch our children, or we may have it too. <laughs> <laughs> Some days, yeah. You know, whatever that mindset is, and let's say today's the day where we're going to try to make the changes to where we're more positive, or we're going to explain the big picture, or we're going to work on those life skills, or the heart uh, motivation, you know, to acknowledge those baby steps, um, I'm the type of person that just wants it to be fixed and done. Right now. Right now. Yeah. And Today's I, the day. Everything's going to change. <laughs> and I don't want to have to go back and revisit it. Yes. I just want it to be done. And so for me, it's the progress of it all, not the perfection, because I want the perfection. And I think if I focus too much on that perfection, that I miss out on the relationship part of those baby steps along the way. So I say that as an encouragement because, I mean, different children, different moms have different temperaments with this mindset of things are pointless or why are we doing this or why can't I just do half of it versus completing it 100%. You know, all those negative things, it's easy to get bogged down on. Um, so I say that as an encouragement so that um, it's the progress of overcoming daily struggles mm -hmm. <laughs> and acknowledging those things that, that are changed and are happening because they are there. It's just easy to not see it because we're yeah. waiting for that perfected end of whatever we're looking for. Those, it's almost like managing the expectations. Yeah, we, we focus so much on what needs to be fixed. Yeah. And then when this little part of it actually has an improvement, it's like, okay, this needs to be fixed. Yeah. And we don't even pay any attention to that little piece that we just threw away. 
you know? So if we can celebrate the wins, and if we can remember that giving our children what is best is not always easy. It's so hard. It (laughs) is. I want it to be easy. (laughs) But what we're asking from our child is the same as what we're putting on ourselves, you know? We want them to give their best effort even when it's hard. And so we've got to model that too. Yeah. And we can do it. With the Lord's help. We can do it. <laughs> Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.